Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. We're getting Ricky Skaggs on this show. Remind me? You really don't know Ricky Skaggs. Jeff Lutz. Son of the late, great Bob Skaggs. You're funny. <laughs> I'm so funny, it's almost hard it's to bear. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. I am so totally turned on right now, I could speak. Welcome back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff show here on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz co-hosting. Max Power producing and engineering. 869-1240 is the IHOP hotline. Brought to you, of course, by IHOP. Now featuring pumpkin spice cold foam cold brew. 100%. I can't, I don't know if I can say this word. Arabica ice cold brew sweetened with vanilla Topped with a pumpkin spice creamy cold. You like it? Love it. All right. I uh, finally, I don't know what took me so long. I, I don't know. I, sometimes I wonder about myself. I've known uh, that It's Not Over, the Yogi Berra documentary, uh, has been out for a little while. And Saturday night, we finally uh, watched it. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it's... It's one of the top five documentaries. I, I don't know. It just really was touching. I've watched uh, about half of it so far. I can't believe you only. I can't believe you that you got halfway through it and decided not to watch it. Anymore. I don't know. Something was. Uh, I don't know what the deal was that day. That, that's shocking to me. Distracted always. I'll watch the rest. Distracted. What could distract? I'm just a distracted person. I distract myself. Well, that's. Uh, I, I don't. I. I don't know. I don't know what you know. liked about it. I loved everything about it. I, I love his granddaughter was in it, of course. I loved that uh, the fact that his family was in it, and uh, I love the fact that the yogiisms were extremely well done, comparing them to some of the most famous quotations of all time, and how they essentially said the same thing. That was brilliant, in my opinion, and just reminding people about Yogi Berra. You know, he played uh, at a time when I was just getting the end of his career happened as I was just starting to really get into baseball as a big-time fan. And I remember him playing in the very early 60s. He was a manager of the Yankees in the 1964 World Series. Um, 
and just being reminded of he was kind of a character, but he was a great baseball player. Of and course. I thought the way they started it with uh, the four greatest living players back in, what, 2015, Bench, Koufax, Aaron Mays. I don't, I don't know that you could really argue, but I suppose you could say, would you take Yogi Berra over Johnny Bench? It's tough. That's really tough. I don't know. Johnny Bench, I would, I would say, had the better career just because of his defense. Better per individual career I'm talking about. Obviously, you can't match uh, 10 World Series and three MVPs and everything that Yogi accomplished. But if you're looking at individual, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it, it's almost an impossible choice to make. But just because of Johnny Bench's defense, I'm sure that's why he got picked. I wouldn't have had any problem with uh, Yogi being in that spot. Yogi Bear. Yogi uh, Bear. Uh, he, I like to call him Yogi Bear because a part of that documentary was spent on Yogi Bear. Good one to boo-boo. The uh, fictional, obviously, cartoon character that came about. I, I thought it was incredible when they pointed out the best uh, seven-year span of Yogi Berra's career. It started in 1951 when he was the MVP of the American League. You could actually go eight years because in 1950 he finished third in the MVP voting. Then he was first, fourth, this is seven years, third, first, fourth, second, first, first, second. Right. That, that, that makes my head spin. I mean, this was at a time when there were only eight teams in the American League, but every team had stars. I mean, big-time stars. And for him to put that together over a seven-year period, I, I, I was just, I think the reason I enjoyed the documentary so much is because I, I was reminded of Yogi Berra's ability because that's not the first thing you necessarily think of it's not the first thing you necessarily think of at all uh but i like yeah i like too that uh he put some of the spotlight back on him as a player and he hit home runs he never struck out uh he was the leader of a team that won world series just constantly and he was the man in 1950 as a 25-year-old, when he was third in the MVP voting. Uh, he hit 28 home runs, drove in 124 runs, had 192 hits, batted 322 with a 915 OPS. 656 times he walked to the plate. And it was fun to see him. He always walked to the plate with two bats over his shoulder, and tossed one toward the dugout. Uh, that was something I was reminded about as well. Uh, 656 plate appearances. He struck out 12 times. Why do you think that is? Because he that's, swung. That's unbelievable. Well, swung that's what the they said. And put the bat that's on the ball. That's what Derek Jeter said in the documentary. Right. That uh, Yogi Berra's advice to him was, well, you got to swing. And you're going to make more contact the more you swing. But we would never see that in today's game. The most he ever struck out in a season 
was 38 times as a 34-year-old in 1959. And by the way, he fell off after 1956 when he was second in the MVP voting. He did fall off uh, to 14th, 18th, 12th, and 15th in the MVP voting in the four years after that. Still had the reputation. Still uh, was seen as vital and important to success. What else did you like about the documentary? See if you can uh, come up with... I like See if you can come uh, up with uh, the most heartwarming part of it. I don't know, because I didn't see... His marriage. Oh, yeah. Uh, His marriage was... uh, was portrayed very effectively as well, and uh, what a what a happy couple. I would encourage everyone who hasn't seen it to watch the Yogi Bear do- Yogi Bear documentary on HBO or Max or wherever wherever you can get it on Netflix. Uh, yeah, but it's it, it's it's a Max production, right? It's a, I don't know. I believe that's correct. Okay, you can watch it on Netflix. Right. Uh, but it's uh, it's fantastic, and I and and you know I love the part very early on in the documentary where uh, he grew up on the hill in St. Louis. I knew you'd like that, and he grew across up the, right across the street from Joe Garagiola. I bet you didn't like that the Cardinals passed on him. Didn't like that very well, but those were different times. Uh, Branch Rickey basically made sure the Cardinals passed on him. Because he knew he was getting ready to go to the Dodgers. And he didn't want to bid for Yogi Berra. And if that happened today, I'd go track down Branch Rickey, who, by the way, gave Jackie Robinson his start. Right. But I'd have a long talk with him about that decision. Well, it's a little shady, but what are you going to do? But, uh, you know, I, I haven't been to St. Louis in, since I retired. So what's it been? Seven, eight, nine years since I've been to St. Louis. And the Eagles are playing over there in February. Correct. And I'm considering going to that show. uh, Only because I'd like to see them in St. Louis, and I'd like to spend two or three days there and go to the Hill and eat uh, at my favorite places. Gosh, what's the name of that place? Ziggy's? Yes. See, why do I remember that? Isn't it Ziggy's on the Hill? No. You sure? I don't think it is. Maybe it is. Thought it was. Uh, you might be right. If if it doesn't strike you immediately, it then did. Why? It when you first said it, I said, "Yeah, that's it." And then I, and then I thought about it, and I said, "I don't know if that's right or not." Zia's. Zia's. Yeah. There you go. Zia's on the hill. See, I still got a brain that sometimes works. Can't wait to go there with you. Well, I don't know that you're going. I know. This I might. A, I don't know. Uh, don't you? You've done enough. We'll see. Um, I'm going to go see him. I don't think they're going to come to Wichita. The Eagles. I'm talking about, uh, which is disappointing. Uh, and I, you know, I guess I blame the Eagles on for that one. Uh, I'm sure Interest Bank Arena would welcome them with open arms had they made the choice to do that. Glenn Fry would have. They have not come to Wichita since Glenn, and Glenn brought him here twice. Well, Glenn and Joe, maybe. Glenn did it. Glenn was that guy. Well, we'll see. Irving Azoff is the guy. He is now. But I'll, uh, that would be a fun little jaunt over to St. Louis. 
uh, with my wife, and we'd go to Zia's, and we'd hang out on the hill, and we'd go see the show. No Cardinals baseball. It's in February. Uh, maybe we'd take in a Blues game. Maybe or so. Or a Billikens basketball game. Or find something else to do while we're there. Uh, well, let's see the Blues schedule. Well, well, we'll look at that during the break and figure it out. All right. Well, I wish you luck. I hope but it, it works made out me, for you. It, you know, people laughed at me when I, I've always considered uh, St. Louis to be kind of my second home. And uh, I've betrayed that over the past uh, several years because I just haven't gone over there. And uh, for what reason, I'm not sure. Uh, I guess I blame COVID for part of it. Uh, but I've certainly had opportunities to go see the Cardinals play and do things like that. And it just hasn't. The comfort of my uh, own home has taken precedent. Pretty alluring. Yeah, I would encourage you to buy tickets early. Or well, I'll let you the buy the day them. of the show. I'll let you buy them, and then I'll pay you back. How about you just pay me, and then I'll buy them? We went out uh, yesterday as our home remodeling effort continues and purchased a new bedroom set. So it's just one thing after another. Really? Right yeah. Goodness. What's wrong with your bedroom set? So it's older. Very comfortable. And it's older, and we're not, uh, we, we need a, a different bedroom set. All right. A couple of drawers are broken, and... Why do you worry? This is, I always know so that when like I. not like your bed. I, I always know that when I mention this kind of stuff to you, you're going to get concerned about it. Not concerned. Or put off. Not really. Or. I like, uh, I like chilling on your bed in the two minutes I go upstairs. Well, I don't want you on our bed. I like it. It's comfortable. No. So it's not really your bed. It's just your. Yeah, we're getting a different bed frame. And uh, a new bedroom set. And we're looking forward to it. Well, good luck. And then the final, uh, the final part of this home remodeling project is to look at uh, a kitchen remodel. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know how that's going to go. That certainly is not cheap. Well, you have to, well, your kitchen isn't that big. And it's not, I'm, just not, I'm not saying that as a downgrade. I'm just saying you might have to take it into the dining room and make it a Yeah, that's kitchen. what we're talking about doing. So we'll see, uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition. My concern is that you discard things when you don't need to. That would be my biggest concern. What do you mean discard things? Like that table that you were going to discard, and now uh, Shannon's going to. I was never going to discard that table. That's my wife's table. We weren't going to discard it. We appreciate your wife uh, taking the opportunity to refinish it, but we weren't. That wasn't in the mix to be discarded. Well, that's not what I heard, but okay, that's better. Yeah, I mean, I've held on to a lot of stuff. I got a ton of furniture around this place. No question. And uh, we're we're just making some some tweaks. You got to admit. I'll say it again. This office is transformed. Yeah, it's much better. Um, our living area out here, our family room, has been modified to a certain extent. Right. Improved upon. And uh, that's what we do. I like it. I like taking care of my house. I know. Nothing wrong with it. Well, you, I, get the, I get the feeling at times that 
Uh, you don't appreciate Nothing to be ashamed of. Still nothing much is happening in the world of baseball. Uh, Houston has brought in Joe Espada to be their manager. He's been their bench coach. We're expecting the Padres. I'm very intrigued by what the Padres and the Brewers are going to do uh, at the manager level. Are they, they're the last two, right? thought there was one more. but uh, The Angels I, filled theirs. No, they got theirs. Uh, Astros got theirs. I think maybe maybe they are the final two. Uh, very curious to see if Mike Schilt ends up with one of those jobs. Man, what if he goes to Milwaukee and the Cardinals got to battle Mike Schilt and Craig Council? Well, is Mike Schilt, he's a good baseball guy. We don't know if he's a really good manager. I think he's a pretty good manager. I had him for a while. He didn't do anything that uh, upset me. I don't know why the Cardinals moved on from Mike Schilt. Philosophical difference. Uh, whatever. Happens, I guess, I'd sometimes. I'd take him over John Mozalak any day. Uh, so we'll see uh, the Padres uh, looking at uh, Mike Schilt as well. Uh, and apparently David Ross is in the mix, recently uh, let go unceremoniously by the Cubs. Now, wouldn't it be something if David Ross went to Milwaukee? Traded spaces? Yeah, that'd be, I don't know, because it sounds like they're going to uh, off, off, you know, what's the word? Offer? Off. I don't know. They're going to get rid of some guys. Offload. There's, so that's the word I was no, thinking. No, unload. Of. Offload. There's no word such as offload. I think offload. What happened to you, Jeff? Where did it go wrong? Word. <laughs> offload may be a word, but it, it, I've never heard that word It it's It means the same to... thing as unload. It's The literal dictionary definition of offload is unload. Why not just... Use the more much more common word. I thought offload was pretty common. Offload is a word you you can go decades without hearing. Mm. Hey, did you unload that truck? No, but we sure as hell offload, offloaded it. Offload. And I, 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 nobody's is talking said. about people and passing it off to someone else. Unload, you just get rid of it. Offload, it goes on to elsewhere. That's completely wrong. No, it isn't. I just you just looked. said the w definition of the word was the same. Offload, uh, I mean, I, I, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm here for you. It, it essentially means going from one thing to another by unloading it, but to another person. It's offload. <laughs> and it looks like the Brewers are going to be doing that. So if David Ross wants a, a job with some security, I don't know if I would take the Milwaukee Brewers job. Or the or the uh, Padres job because they're offloading as well. I'm really rattled now. I don't know. What I know to, you've I don't heard know what that before. I know you've I've heard, heard it. the word offload in this context. Uh, but it's certainly unload is a more common uh, word. I to don't be think using. that word would have been used correctly in that sense. Absolutely, it would have offload to give them elsewhere to trade offload them. Unload means the same thing. So the absolute... Unload doesn't have anything to do with passing it on to someone else, though. I'm unloading myself. Uh, I disagree with you. And on that note, another disagreement. We'll take a break and uh, come back and talk about 
Hold the on, National let me, Football League. Can I just read this real quick? Yeah, you quick? can come back and talk about it. I just want to read it. It'll take three Hurry seconds. Up. Unloading means just unloading from a truck. Offloading means to move the goods to a desired place after unloading. <laughs> so I think I had it right. Yeah. We'll be back. The Bob and Jeff Show, KFH. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, we are back. That's a, a song called Blue Collar. Right, Max? Might be the most boring song ever written. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Blue, the theme of the week. Uh, all right, we said uh, we need to get into the NFL because it's uh, fascinating, even if uh, not always great. The Chiefs had a heck of a off week yesterday with uh, the Bengals and everybody else that we thought was good losing, including the Ravens. Uh, so we're left uh, sitting here now uh, asking ourselves, who's in the best position to challenge the Kansas City Chiefs and the AFC? Um, Baltimore let one get away against Cleveland yesterday, and I don't know, I don't know how that happened. We saw... As I said, uh, Cincinnati lost to the Houston Texans after a, a hot streak. Jacksonville soundly beaten by San Francisco. Uh, Buffalo plays tonight. The Jets lost again. Who in the AFC outside of the Kansas City Chiefs? Buffalo. Buffalo. Give Kansas me City. Buffalo. I'm not. I'm just telling you who's in the playoffs. This is in no order. Uh, and he's Buffalo, Kansas City. Um, I'll say Houston comes out of the South, and then you'll have Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. All of them. Let's uh, let's look at Houston because you bought in. Here's their schedule, and it's a very favorable schedule. 
They've lost to a so couple of terrible think, teams. If you think the Texans are, well, they lost to the Colts and they lost to the Panthers. Uh, here's their schedule for the rest of the year. And Houston right now is 5-4. and four. Uh, They have the Cardinals and the Jags at home. Uh, actually, they have a three-game uh, homestand. Cardinals, Jacksonville, Denver. They go to the Jets and Titans. They have the Browns at home, followed by the Titans at home, and then they go to Indianapolis. They're going to go. They're going to go ten and seven at the minimum, right? Against that. I don't schedule. think Jacksonville will go ten and seven because they've picked things up with C.J. Stroud. Although when I say that, I didn't anticipate some of these results yesterday either. No, nobody. I mean, we don't ever. This happens every week. No one should be surprised by any result, If really. I took the Chiefs and gave you the field going to the Super Bowl. In the would AFC? You would, you, would you want odds or would you give me odds? Are you, you're just talking about In the AFC. getting to the Super yeah. Bowl from the AFC. I'd probably take the field. For how much? Uh, I don't know. What odds would you give me? Give you? Yes. I'm taking one team. Five to one. $20. All right. That means if the Chiefs do go to the Super Bowl, you owe me 100 All right. Well, we didn't shake. It's just uh, it's all for entertainment purposes. Um, and I've been, I've been accosted by people today, a couple people. How about your Raiders, they've said. Give me a break. The Raiders have won a couple in a row, beating the Giants and the Jets. They had to struggle to beat the Jets last night. It was uh, painful. They have Miami, Kansas City, Minnesota, the Chargers, the Chiefs uh, the next five weeks. That's a five-game losing streak. I don't know. It's a gauntlet for Almost sure. Almost guaranteed. Uh, maybe this time the Raiders will capture that they can't lightning they don't in a bottle have enough. and just bring in Antonio Pierce. Uh, like they didn't with the we last will, guy. We will never talk about Antino Antonio Pierce again after the next five games. I don't know. I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you They're don't. set up to lose the next five. Okay, well, that doesn't mean they will lose. You just talked about how right. Would you like to double or nothing your bet? That they win one of those games? Yeah. Yes. $20. Okay. I get five to one odds. No, you don't. Why not? Because you don't. That's... Why would you get five to one odds? I don't know. Who cares? I bet they, I bet they lose the next five. The Chargers are a pretender. Uh, the Colts and I, I don't know. I predict the N the AFC Championship game will be between the Chiefs. You know who's quietly Pittsburgh. Yeah, but no. They're six and three, and they're doing it with mirrors. Their, their upcoming schedule, though, gets very difficult. They have a game at Cleveland and a game at Cincinnati. Although after that, then they have the Cardinals, the Patriots, the Colts, the Bengals, the Seahawks, and the Ravens. So they could very easily also go 10-7. and seven. I just put four teams from that division in the playoffs. I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, who's, who's your six and seven seeds then? Um, I wouldn't, they, they talked about the chargers last night playing 
in the last 10 years, playing 100 games decided by single digits. That's unbelievable. 10 a year? Huh? 10 a year? That's kind of crazy. That's a lot. And if they could ever figure out a way to win some of these games, you watch them and they're like, wow, they're, they're good. They've got a very good quarterback. He's got some weapons. You think they've got a good defense and until they don't. But that's the difference usually, right? Most games with teams that are 500, you can look at their schedule and see four or five games that were decided close. I don't think that typically means, well, if they would have won, that's why they're not good because they didn't win. The or they Chargers didn't win because they scored 21 more points, 31 more points uh, than the Chiefs. The problem is they've given up 68 more points than the Chiefs. So this defense, we always thought uh, the Chargers have Bosa. They got guys. Their defenses failed them. And at some, at some point, I watched that game yesterday, pretty good chunk of it. And here are the Detroit Lions coming to your place. The Lions with no history, really, nothing. And they got more fans than you do in L.A., well, they got fans. They got a lot of fans. But that's embarrassing. That's their that's their team. That's a, the city of Detroit. And everybody team. in the world has jumped on that bandwagon. No, I think the Lions have a lot of fans. They've been in Detroit forever. They're a staple. They're give me a break. People in Detroit. You know how bad they've been for how long they've been bad. Yeah, they've been bad for a long time. But football is football, and people in Detroit and the surrounding area are going to gravitate to it. But it is good to see Detroit at 7-2. and two. Uh, The 49ers, yeah, they lost three in a row. I, I'm going to put that off on just a midseason little funk. Some injuries. Uh, they'll, they'll be formidable. And the Eagles, the Eagles, Lions, and 49ers uh, are dangerous. Not putting the Cowboys in that mix? Now they're too inconsistent. They can beat you. They can really beat the bad teams. Uh, you know who's interesting now and who we wrote off is the Minnesota Vikings. Josh Dobbs get, is getting a lot of love. We just, I don't know. We wrote them off. They went 1-4 to start the season, uh, and they've won now five in a row. And Josh Dobbs looks like, I mean, I, he's doing things that no one could have imagined. Uh, so the NFC is, has suddenly become at least as interesting and arguably more interesting than the AFC. I like it. Which wasn't the case early. Not at the beginning of the season, but when you start thinking about good teams, there's just as many in the NFC than, as there are in the AFC. And some would argue that the NFC at the top is better than the AFC at the top. Well, with Detroit, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Seattle is somehow 6-3. and three. Some of these teams are going to come back to earth. Seattle's not good. No, uh, they pulled out another one yesterday. Yeah, against the Commanders. They, beaten, they did beat the Browns. They did beat, uh, they did beat the... Uh, they beat no one else. They did beat the Lions. How'd that happen? Because they're not bad. They're bad. 
They have the Rams, 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers, Eagles. 0-5? Coming up. They'll beat the Rams, and then they'll lose four in a row. You think so? I do think so. All right, let's bet. All right, twenty dollars. All right, cool. That's sixty dollars. Yes, and I got five to one odds on three different bets. Yeah, which which I think I'll win handily. Neither of us will remember what they are, so hopefully Max wrote those down. Or hopefully he didn't. Max has got it. I guarantee you, right now I win some of those. I sure hope so. You're not uh, you're not carrying your end of it today. What do you want from me? Excitement, energy. Uh, the Chiefs with the bye week, they go into uh, play the Eagles next Monday night, and that'll be a heavily watched game. No kid, no doubt. Match of the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs next few weeks, they have the Eagles, Raiders, Packers, Bills, Patriots, Raiders, Bengals, Chargers. They're seven and two. I would guess that they will end the season thirteen and four. Yeah, they'll lose a couple games in that stretch. They might. I mean, well, I don't you even got know. the Eagles, the, the Bengals, uh, the Bills, and they'll the Chargers. The, they might not beat the Bills, but if they play the Bills in the postseason, they'll beat the Bills. Maybe my Raiders will get them. Well, obviously not, because you got the Raiders going zero and five. I do. Maybe though, I'll I'll certainly be interested in watching that game. Who are you rooting for? Coming up to Sunday after Thanksgiving when I will be at a skills clinic for League 42. So I will not. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, we haven't decided yet. Okay. What are you doing? I don't know. You inviting us over? I don't know what we're doing. Well, listen, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, my wife's always got something cooking. Not literally cooking. That's too bad. Uh, but something cooking. So. Let's get to uh, college football as it pertains to Kansas State. They have a couple of very interesting games remaining this week in Lawrence to face KU. That one going to kick off at 6 o'clock. You can hear it right here on KFH, the K-State Sports Network. And then uh, the, to end the regular season on the 25th uh, at home against Iowa State, if K-State wins those games – it will will likely be Kansas State-Texas for the Big 12 championship. It's a lot of moving parts. Oklahoma State losing changed a lot of things. Oklahoma has fallen off after their undefeated start. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's up for grabs. It is up for grabs. Uh, K-State-KU lost a little of its uh, significance. We certainly hope Jason Bean's healthy to play in that one. Uh, Iowa State continuing, well, they they uh, had they won that game in Ames against Kansas, we'd really be having a discussion about the Cyclones. K-State at home this year, 45 to nothing over Southeast Missouri, 42 to 13 over Troy, 44 to 31 over Central Florida, uh, 41 to three over TCU, 41 to nothing over Houston. And 59-25 to 25 this past weekend against Baylor. They've lost on the road to Missouri, to Oklahoma State, and to Texas. Uh, so their home cooking is, is for real. They, their offense just comes alive Yeah, at Bill Snyder Seems Family like it. Stadium. Put up a lot of points. Might see 
Sounds like uh, Will Howard is sick, very sick. And we'll, we'll see his status for. What do you mean? What, we'll give us some more information. That's all right? I know. He's uh, battling. What are, you, what are you giving us here? Battling the flu and other, uh, you know, just see how Unfortunately, it's early in the week. It is. Hopefully he gets over it and it's just fine. Yeah. We want to see Will Howard at his best uh, for that game against Kansas, uh, which I will. I will have. I will invite people over for that game. You will. Yeah. Who's gonna come over? Do you think? Well, I'd invite you, but you wouldn't come. When is it? Saturday. Well, I won't be here. Oh, that's right. You'll be off gallivanting to see the Eagles. Uh, so we'll invite some people over to see that game on Saturday evening, and uh, I look forward to it. That's uh, that's the kind of game I, I like. Yeah, Saturday's going to be really a Friday and Saturday. That's why it was so painful. KU Pat, if you're out there, I need you to call. Maybe he gave up on me when I tried to modify the KU Mount Rushmore. I don't know. Uh, of all days, this was the day I need him. Because I need him to tell me how painful that loss was. Uh, even though you're with your third-team quarterback, I get it. Uh, but I still, they needed that game. And uh, they should have won that game, in my opinion. Probably. But I moved on. And again, I'm not even a fan, and it, it was painful. Does that make any sense? Not really. You must be a fan. I'm not. I just, you know, I like our, our teams to do well, but I'm not a fan. Uh, Wichita State basketball. Uh, any thoughts on their early season? Uh, certainly nothing you can glean uh, from the big win, the, the lopsided win over Friends yesterday. Kudos to Friends for playing that game. Kudos to Wichita State uh, for allowing Friends to come and play at Coke Arena. Uh, but you got Coastal Carolina uh, coming up. They're terrible. Uh, on Thursday. Uh, and then who else is in that? Liberty and Furman would be next. I don't know who's the other side of the bracket. Well, I wish you did. I don't. Well, but I, but again, uh, kind of wish you did. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Coastal Carolina has been good in the past. Why? Uh, why? What's they're, they're horrendous. They're one and zero. They beat Piedmont uh, by two. So this is only going to be their second game. Why? Why do you say they're horrendous? Well, that's I just they're horrendous. I, I why do you, what what they're what in the three hundreds in Ken Palm, uh, and just terrible from all indications. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to tell you about their personnel, and I don't know. But uh, all all metrics tell me that the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers are awful. Well, I guess I'll have to believe you. They were only 11 and 20 last year. So, uh, we'll see. They've we had will. a good They've had some good years. They have. Gone to the tournament. They're out there in Myrtle Beach. You'd think they'd want to put a good product on the floor, but it doesn't always work out that way. Well, I'm, I guess uh, I guess I'll trust you. And then they have Furman, Furman or Liberty. Well, those those teams are pretty good, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're representative. They're good clubs. Uh, I'm curious to see the Shockers in a in a game like that against somebody. Now, I thought Western Kentucky was okay, 
I think Western Kentucky will have a decent season. Uh, but I'd like to see the Shockers in a game. Get a get a more uh, signature win than Western Kentucky in the non-con. That's what you're saying. Furman off to a 2-0 and start was wins over North Greenville and Belmont. They beat Belmont by 23. So they've got to be pretty decent, right? Yes. They're you, usually pretty good. Aren't they in the SOCON? They're okay. I don't, I don't get into all that. Uh, and then who's the other team you said? Liberty. Liberty is off to a 2-0 and start as well out of Conference USA. They won by 60 over Mid-Atlantic, and they beat Charlotte from the American 71-59. to so either one of those teams, yeah, that'll be a that'll be an interesting be a true game. Test exactly for Wichita State. I saw Memphis went on the road and won by fifteen at Missouri. That's impressive. Yeah, Memphis is going to be really good. Missouri's going to be pretty good too. And have you finally decided that Missouri is for real in football? I guess as much as I would pay attention to something like that. Uh, they hammered Tennessee. They got a the great night. running back, a great receiver, a very good quarterback, a good defense. They're going to play in a New Year's bowl game. Uh, and I'm, the New Year's six games? Yeah, hmm. they are. They, they That's right. Okay. That's right. You heard I'm it. going with it. You heard me. I've been on Missouri from the get-go, and I've been right on them. Well, for the last two weeks. No, from I've been talking to you about Missouri all year long. Uh they they're good, and to beat Kansas State is proof of that. They, yeah, they've won a lot of games. I'm trying to find out where they're, they're eight and two, and their games remaining are Florida and Arkansas. Okay. Uh, what? Oh, I have to log in. I don't. I don't have time to log in. I'm trying they're to see. They're going to be ten and two, and they'll play in one of the big bowl games coming up on New Year's Day. And uh, congratulations to those Missouri Tigers. Uh, they are not currently projected by CBS Sports. To oh, be a, to, well, that's just uh, being a New York oh, New Year Six. Just telling you. Well, you CBS Sports, uh, we're sorry. I'm just letting you, you know. know who's projecting them. Uh-uh. Bob Lutz Sports. CBS has Texas in the CFP. Bob Lutz Sports is projecting them. How is Texas going to – I don't know. Okay. Well, they're going to win the Big 12. They're going to jump Washington, I guess. Well, if you win the Big 12, you're in a college – you're in the in a New Year's Eve – New Year's Day Bowl. Well, they're in the CFP, which is even greater. They're not going to be in the CFP. Texas? Oh, but, but CBS Sports, you're – you know, that's your Bible of college it football. Is? Well, you just said it. Just reading one site that I got up. I don't really care what that CBS Sports has to say. I think Texas is uh Actually, I love CBS Sports, especially the, the radio part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you work for a CBS affiliate. That's what I'm saying. I love them. Yeah, you love them. You know what? I got enough autonomy and independence. I don't have to suck up to CBS Sports. You don't? Even though we're on a, on a station right now that carries the CBS Sports Network, uh, Jim Rome, uh, I can say what I want about CBS Sports. What are you going to say about them? And I'm going to say that I don't care what your bowl projections are. Same. I was just giving them to you. Nor do I care, frankly, 
about the CBS uh, television network. Really? Yeah. How about that? Jim Rome? Wait, no, the, the television whole station? Network. That's, that's my station. Right. You better care. You can go ahead and tell him. No, I wouldn't do that. If it comes up, you can say, you know, he's more of an NBC guy. Nothing wrong with NBC. Yeah, well, that's CBS, but that's what I. uh, What is? That's what I value. The walls on NBC. Tomorrow on the show, we're making every effort to get Chris Lamb. Won his 500th game as Wichita State's volleyball coach. I had a little short dialogue going with him uh, via text, and then he just stopped. Uh, Before we before we could nail this appearance down, I don't get it. I'm sure he'll get back with it. He's usually good now for Now I've it. lost my phone. Don't know where it is. Uh, it's down here. So hopefully we can get Lambo on the show tomorrow. We're going to make every effort as well to get Denise Neal on the show. It's been a little while since we talked Saw her last restaurants week. and food. Where'd you see her? She was guiding a group of Newman students through the Channel 12 newsroom. Really? Did you say anything to yeah, her? we said hello. Well, good for you. Exchange pleasantries. Uh, And on that note, we'll call it a day here on the Bob and Jeff Show. Thanks to Max Power back in the studio for his exemplary work. We'll be here tomorrow. We hope you are as well. Have a good night. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.